This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. And we had Kel, the guitarist, joining us once again. And we shone the spotlight on one of the greatest songwriters and producers of all time in Burt Bacharach. What a body of work he's had all the way from the 1960s up to the present day. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. We're not talking about a band, we're not talking about a singer, we are talking about an incredible writer, ranger and producer. Yeah, arguably pop's greatest ever songwriter, and it is Burt Bacharach. Yeah, Burt Bacharach, um, American composer, songwriter, record producer. He wrote more than 500 songs. Yeah, that's going some. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I mean, just uh, run by me some of those hits that he's written. Oh, things like A Guy's In Love With You, Herb Albert, Raindrops Keep Falling On My Head, uh, um, I Lay Long To Be close to you Arthur's theme what are friends for and pretty much every single Dion Warwick song there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and of course he wrote a lot with Hal David didn't he they were kind of yeah. a pairing yeah they, they really did and especially with Dion Warwick which I, which we'll touch on um, it was just a perfect pairing it's just like uh, Bacharach doing the music and, and Hal David doing uh doing the lyrics and they they were together for like over over a decade and i think it was just that perfect pairing of the two they inspired each other so much but the the output i don't think there's many people that really had the kind of output that they did but also the quality every single one was absolutely kind of unique in its own way and the quality of the songwriting was just out of this world it was uh, the first tune that we're going to um play a little clip of is um um, it's an Academy Award winning song. It won Best Original Song in 1970 and it was from a, an equally amazing movie, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they they uh, they won an, an Oscar for the overall soundtrack. And um, initially, Burt Bacharach didn't like it. He thought, oh, okay, it's, it, it was too simple. And a lot mm. of people think, oh, it's quite a twee little song. But um, when you listen to it, you listen to the orchestration. For something to, to sound that simple, you have to be clever at what you're doing. And it's the, the marvellous Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Raindrops are falling on my head just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed Nothing seems to fit Those raindrops are falling on my head They keep falling So I just did me some talking to the sun And I said I didn't like the way he got things done Sleeping on the job are falling on my head They keep falling But there's one thing I know The blues they send to meet me Won't defeat me It won't be long Till happiness steps up to greet me A rain But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red Crying's not for me Cause I'm never gonna stop the rain by complaining Because I'm feeling Oh, what a 
what a movie. It takes me back to that scene where, uh, of course, Paul Newman is riding the bike with um, yeah. with the lady there and, of course, Robert Redford in the film. It's just an absolute classic film, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And uh, B.J. Thomas is the man on, on vocals there. Um, yeah. You know, uh, just I don't know. I'm sure there are a lot of vocalists considered, but he's just got the perfect voice for this I, song. Yeah, I think that's why they went for it. Because they was also doing a lot of work with Dion Warwick, who did record a version of this. But it just gave it that slight edge, which really marries well with the film. And I think because later on they went quite heavily into film music, and I think a lot of it was not only can they sing, but have they got that tone mm. that kind of sits with it, and it kind of almost goes against the kind of beautiful tweeness of what the lyrics are with a nice kind of deep kind of husky rust to his voice mm. it kind of gives it a nice little edge interesting little bit here as well it kind of speeds up goes double tempo at the end So there's the first piece of music that we're uh, looking at, recorded and uh, written by the one and only Burt Bacharach and uh, Hal David. Um, it became quite a big hit, that, didn't it? I think it topped the uh, the Billboard charts for a few weeks. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, four weeks. And, there's, um, and it won the Best Original Song in 1970 at the Oscars as well. So it kind of went on, and with quite a lot of his songs, it kind of has a life of its own. I think they all kind of sit in their own kind of place, but they... They drift off. I know quite a few people which this is a really sentimental song for them. Yeah. And I think it's just the beauty of his writing that it just it just touches people in such a nice way. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's just absolutely gorgeous. You mentioned Dion Warwick. Mm-hmm. Another song that was um, a Grammy award-winning uh, tune, 1969, Dion Warwick uh, won the Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance for Do You Know The Way To San Jose? Yeah, and um, she, she's quoted to say, the interesting story with this is Burt Bacharach said when he first played it to her, she didn't like it. She didn't want to record it. And really? they convinced, <laughs> convinced her to do it. And once it became a hit, she changed her mind. Yeah. And um, it was like one of her biggest international hits. But what she says about that Grammy, she said winning this award is the overall highlight of her career. 
So it shows like how mm. much that meant to her, and I think it's one of the one of her absolute signatures. We're going to come back. We're going to play some more Dion that Warwick. I've got a funny story as well about Dion Warwick and my wife. Let me tell you, that's uh, on the way. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. We are looking at the incredible songwriting career of Burt Bacharach, together with Hal David, of course, who've written so many big songs for a lot of artists. But they seemed to like to work with, with Dionne Warwick, didn't they? That, that was, seemed to be yeah. one of her one of their favourites. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, in 61, they discovered her. She was working as a, a session singer at the time. They heard her voice and they went... There's something special about her. Mm. And they just recently started working as a, as a kind of collaborator. So they set up a separate company and got assigned. And then over the next kind of 10 plus years, they pretty much wrote exclusively for her. So her, her debut album that came out in 62 uh, had the first hit, which was Don't Make Me Over. Um, and then they kind of continued writing more and more songs like Walk On By, Say A Little Prayer, uh, Do You Know Where To Say, Jose, which we've, we've just played. And um, in terms of numbers, they sold over 12 million records and had 22 top 40 singles. Mm, so it's amazing. pretty um, pretty solid going. Yeah, we were talking about that documentary, The Greatest Night in Music, that we were watching. Yeah. And I'm sat there watching it with with my wife, and she's kind of checking it out as well. And suddenly she pipes up, oh, I know her. I said, what? <laughs> I know her, and it's Dion Warwick. She said, oh, I served her a supper when I used to work in the coffee shop in the Sheraton. And I'm happy. <laughs> so, all right, well, there's a random fact then, you know, as, as well as turning down David Essex for a date, you, you actually served Dion Warwick um, her supper. Anyway, we're, we're going to hear Dion Warwick on another track, but this time it's got so much talent um, kind of added in on it with Stevie Wonder in there. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Elton John as well. Oh, it's incredible. And this was the first time that she'd gone back to, uh, to work with Burt Bacharach for about 10, 10, 10 20 years because they kind of had a little bit of a, a little bit of a falling out. It was in a charity song. And uh, as you say, yeah, it featured her, Stevie Wonder, Elton John, Gladys Knight, Smokey Robinson. And it won in 87 when it was released. Grammy Award for the best song of the year. And it is That's What Friends Are For.
epic isn't it I had no idea that Rod Stewart was the first to record that in 1982 <laughs> um, I can't imagine Rod it, well I, I'm sure Rod could drop into that but there's another version of this song uh, you can find it on YouTube features um, Luther Vandross and Whitney Houston's definitely on it Stevie's on it and I think Dion Warwick as well uh, but it's just tremendous Luther Vandross absolutely mauls this song just brilliant uh, and another Grammy. I, I mean, I think every song we've spoke about so far has won a Grammy Award, right? It might have helped the list. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, every, every, everyone's either it's a Grammy or an Oscar or it's a number one hit. It's yeah. just, again, it's the quality of the output is just absolutely remarkable. Now, um, this next one, um, definitely one of my all-time favourite songs as I'm a big, big fan of, of the Carpenters. And uh, this one again, that partnership, Burt Bacharach and Hal David. What do we know about Close to You? So originally, this was written for Herb Alpert. And uh, they'd had a um, number one hit with him in 68 called uh, The Guy's In Love With You. So Herb Albert did the recording of it, but he didn't like it. But he was also working with the Carpenters and encouraged them to record it. So he collaborated with them on this. And um, and then it kind of sat and they kind of went, do you know what? This is something a little bit special. Mm. And then it really became, it kind of really, really became their own song. You the, know? the story is, though, that Karen Carpenter went into the studio um, to record this song and we're singing it an octave higher. And ah. Herb Alpert said, that just ain't right. Drop it down an octave. And so she brought down her voice an octave, and that's when the magic came along. Yeah, I mean, that, that voice is just absolutely second to none. Phenomenal drummer as well she is. Yeah, yeah amazing. <laughs> Another tune from uh, Bert Bacharach. Why do birds suddenly appear Every time Just like me, they long to be close to you. Why do stars fall down from the sky every time you walk by? Just like me, they long to be close to you. That you were born The angels got together And decided to create a dream come true So they sprinkled moon dust in your hair And gold starlight in your eyes of blue That is why All the girls could now Follow you, follow you. 
Oh, that is pure class, isn't it? Of course, once again, written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David, that gorgeous voice mm. of Karen Carpenter. And like you said, um, a fair old drummer as well. I mean, She's as good a drummer really as a vocalist. Yeah, I think she was like jazz trained. And there's loads of clips on YouTube of her just just with a snare drum. And you kind of go, that's better than a lot of drummers that you see, see nowadays. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, just a very, very, very unique talent, that one, without a shadow of a doubt. No two ways about it. And um, so glad that another story about Karen Carpenter, of course, was when they started turning out songs like this, she they wanted her out front. They didn't yeah. want her behind a drum kit, and she yeah. felt very exposed being yeah. at the front of the stage. She was comfortable behind the kit. Yeah, was she the younger one out of the two of them? Yeah, that was probably that's probably the thing. She's used to being the kind of the younger, younger sibling, yeah. and happily kind of supporting her brother. So to be thrust out front, yeah, um, yeah, it's probably a bit a bit scary. Carpenters with Close to You will come back with more as we take a look at the incredible songwriting and arranging of Burt Bacharach. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. We are looking at the music of Burt Bacharach and Hal David. We're celebrating some fabulous songs. So many of them, uh, Kel, have been movie soundtracks. Yeah, they have. Has this next one that we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, and it fits it so well. And again, I think when you listen to their style of music, it suits the late 60s, the 70s, and you get a visual feel with it because it's it's just not normal songwriting. It's it's, it's very thematic. It's very yeah. orchestric. So it kind of conjures up these beautiful stories that he writes. So it marries perfectly with uh, with the movies that, that came out at the time, and especially this one, which was um, a Michael Caine film called Alfie, which, uh, and, and this came out back in 1966. And uh, the story for this was that it was originally written for Dion Warwick, as, as mm. most of their stuff was at the time, but Paramount wanted a UK singer. So they had had a hit with um, Sandy Shaw, who recorded There's Always Something There to Remind Me. Yeah, yeah. But she declined it uh, for, for some reason. So then they turned to, surprise, surprise, uh, Cilla Black, who'd also had a hit with um, Anyone Who Had a Heart. And then she took the song on. And I think this ever since has been really associated with her. And I think she really made it her own because of that that kind of Liverpudlian mm. tone that she's got to her voice. Again, beautiful 60s voice. Yeah, and she yeah. really, really made it her own. And um, yeah, the, the title track of the song. Yeah, of course, Cilla Black famously worked in the cloak room at, um, yeah. <laughs> at, at the club in Liverpool. Of course, the, the yeah. cavern where the Beatles started out. And there's a wonderful... A kind of um, biopic. Uh, I think it's just called Scylla. Yeah, it is. And uh, one scene in it um, shows Burt Bacharach. He flies over to London for the recording of uh, of Alfie. And he's not happy. He's not happy with the orchestra. He's not happy with Scylla. And they do about 35 takes until he's happy with the wow. song. So he was <laughs> quite a taskmaster as well. It had to be perfect before he let it go out. What's it all about, Alfie? 
for the moment we live. What's it? My goodness, uh, Scylla could sing high. Yeah, Didn't she just. What a yeah. range, what a range on that. And uh, I mean, it's a very 60s sound mm. for sure, but a great orchestral arrangement. And um, it, it was a fabulous movie as well. Michael Caine was in his yeah. prime then, wasn't he? Yeah, and again, it's like we, we've spoken more about things that are like real zeitgeist of the time. And I think that movie, Michael Caine, her vocal. And again, this is, this is what makes these films is the soundtrack yeah. so such an integral part when you look back at those the look the feel you, you hear it you see it you, can, you know the clothes everything and um, yeah what a belter of a voice she's got Just uh, absolute masterpiece. I adore that, and um, it just brings back that kind of vision of um, the uh, the biopic and, uh, and Burt Bacharach saying, "Nope, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again," <laughs> until all, everyone's tired. But then they get the track that, or the uh, you know the yeah. the perfect set track that he was uh, looking for. We've got time just to squeeze a couple more in. Uh, now this is an interesting one. Um, Jackie DeShannon, um, not not a, perhaps not a familiar name to everyone, but I had a big hit with uh, a song again. Um, I think maybe this was the seventies. Yes, it was um, kind of mid mid sixties. Mid sixties. Mid sixties. Okay. This this one came out, uh, and again, it's I think this is real testament to the quality of the songwriting because you actually know the song, not so much the singer, but the moment you hear it, you kind of go, I know that voice. And you don't get that often with singers mm. that, you, that aren't as well known as Dion Warwick because it's so associated with the song. The song's been covered a ton of times. It won uh, a Grammy for, for Best Song of the Year. Gorgeous song called What the World Needs Now is Love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of What the world needs now is love, sweet love No, not just for some, but for everyone Lord, we don't need another mountain There are mountains and hillsides Enough to climb 
there are oceans and rivers Enough to cross, enough to last Till the end of time What the world needs now Is love, sweet love It's the only thing that there's just too little love What the world needs now Is love, sweet love yeah, just another masterpiece from the pen of Burt Bacharach. But I think um, we've saved my favourite to the end, yeah. uh, for sure. I think this is one of his finest moments right in this next track, and I'm a big Christopher Cross fan as well. Yeah, me too. I think this is my favourite. We did Christopher Cross, didn't we, quite a while ago? Perhaps we should do it again. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's doing a Hollywood Bowl with Toto, apparently. Wow. He, that would wow. be a great gig. But yeah, this, this came from the film Arthur uh, in 1981 with Dudley Moore and Liza Minnelli. And I think that's just... I think no one, apart from Dion Warwick, there's no male voice that matches the kind of style and the quality of the music that Burt Bacharach writes. Mm other than Christopher Cross. And I think this is just one of the finest examples of the right voice, the right emotion, the right tone, matching the absolute beautiful quality. And uh, yeah, this is Arthur's theme, best you can do. And bring on the Grammy. Another yeah, Grammy-winning no tune from Burt Bacharach. <laughs> Just gorgeous. And the, and the story on that line, uh, when you get caught between the moon and New York City, is Burt Bacharach was apparently um, on an aircraft um, flying into uh, JFK and they had they kept having to circle around. They couldn't get a landing slot. And that line came to him. When you oh, get wow. caught between the moon and New York City, that's the story on that. Yeah. What a tune. 
All in all, though, what a body of work. I mean, there's oh. there's a loads more that we haven't even played. Oh, we could do this for for hours and hours, days on end, and but every single one of them. It just I think he was one of the few songwriters that created a, an entire genre, which is kind of like the easy listening genre. Yacht rock. Yeah, yeah, yacht rock, all of <laughs> all of that kind of thing. But um the quality is outstanding, the orchestration, it's just like a just it's like meeting an old friend and having a cuddle, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the quality is yeah. all the way through, but yeah. yeah, absolutely incredible. Well, there we are. That's uh, Kel once again with another classic, an absolute beauty this week. Thank you, Dev, for your message. Absolute tops, nostalgic, really good music. Thank you for that, Dev. Much appreciated. I'm going to let Christopher cross. Dubai I 103.8 The UAE's number one talk radio station You've been listening to a Dubai I 103.8 podcast To enjoy lots more from Dubai I in the United Arab Emirates Just go to DubaiEye1038.com Or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts